Welcome everyone to week 12 of the official UE podcast for game 121. I am your host Terry and I almost balls that up and uh joining me as ever is Mr. Daryl Saunders. How's it going Daryl? Yeah good man good how are you? Yeah all good mate all good not too bad at all and also with us is our fellow co-host his, his first time uh Mr. Nathan Callow. How's it going mate? Very well how are you? Yeah all good mate welcome to the panel sir. Thank you very much. It's the first official. Well? Yeah, first official. Yeah. Misha special now. You get you get uh you get you get the the podcast pack. Yeah, it includes like um some like yeah you know like uh they, do you remember those pens when they have little dresses and they slide up and down? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's like that. It's yeah. just got Sol Campbell and it's got a Tottenham shirt and it comes down and shows an Arsenal shirt. So you just setting the tone already, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're gonna get one of those. <laughs> Um, yeah, and also joining us tonight is our special guest for this evening, uh, Mr. Andy Davidson. How's it going, Andy? Very well, thanks. Yourself? Yeah, yeah, lovely stuff, lovely stuff. Yeah. Good to be back on. Always nice to have yeah, you, Andy. You've got a good mic, so I appreciate it. No, it's just a <laughs> standard iPhone 7S, nothing special. Well, it works fucking well better than most other people, so. <laughs> Who, who's, who's had the worst mic so far, Daryl? Uh, Name the oh. shame. Oh, I don't know. There's, there's so many. There's too many of them. I think Faddy in his cars has got to be up, Fad, up there. Faddy in the car, yeah. And um, <laughs> who was the one with the really screechy phone for a bit? Was that Nath? Oh, was that? Was that one of our live ones? Was? No, 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 it was Nath and Owen. Oh, no, it's Carlos. Carlos. It was Carlos, Carlos wasn't yeah. it? Carlos. That yeah, yeah. sounded like Mickey Mouse was talking after him. <laughs> and, and anytime we do a live because it's just carnage for me like there's just so much noise it's madness but yeah yeah it was carlos's phone yeah it was carlos sorry just calling nathan owen out for being shit there and it wasn't even him <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just jump straight into it lads i mean how did we get on this week let's start with our special guest mr davidson how did you get on i uh two two draw at home to csk moscow um They've changed management hands this week as well, which is a bit frustrating because I don't think the turn was sent because they didn't play master tactic. Um, their left mid ran the show with a 59 AR um, and they managed to scrape a 2-2 draw at home. Pretty disappointing, but these things happen. Another injury this week as well. I think it's about six weeks on the run now, picked up a new injury. Jesus. Um, so, But, you know, you just it's been a bit of a tough season, so... Two wins in a draw in the last three games, so can't really complain. Yeah, it, it seems to have been one of those weeks for it, doesn't it? I mean, um, I think me and Nath were just talking uh, a little bit just before Daryl jumped on and um, sort of talking about it. it seems to be a certain part of the season where these injuries really kick in and they kick you straight in the balls. Uh, oh, yeah. I've lost, I think, I think this is like something like my fifth or sixth broken leg in this game. Uh, Tiago Laurie out for eight weeks. Um, yeah, the key centre back. It's uh, yeah, that's pretty brutal. Um, seems a bit unrealistic, but you know we're yeah. I I think again this is something else. I was talking to uh, Daryl, Faddy, uh, Nathan, and then uh, um, it, it's something that sort of it's one of the little pet peeves I, I would have at the moment. It, it is some of the 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 unrealism of some of the injuries. I mean, most in football injuries are knocks. They'll come back in a couple of weeks and stuff like that. You get the odd ones. I, I, I've, I've been an Arsenal fan for 
over 30 years and I can I can probably count on you know Carlos's one hand you know three or four broken legs I was just about to um, say you think of all the years you've been watching football yeah even not just Arsenal how many broken legs has yeah. there been really and, and it's something else me, me and um, Nath touched on uh, and he was uh, playing like Sunday League so I've, me and Nath and I'm probably sure yeah yourself Daryl uh, and you, Andy, have, have probably all played some sort of level of football. I, and I've seen it twice in my entire life. And I played up to I was about 33. Seen it it's twice. Not... And one of them was actually my dad, funnily enough. Yeah. <laughs> he broke his fibula and tibula. But, speaking, of, uh... speaking of dads, I've never actually... i never played Sunday League. I only ever played football up until I left school. But um, yeah. I used to go and watch my dad every week. That was our thing. I'd go and watch him. He'd play Sunday League. Mm-hmm. And um, some of them, you know... Mud pit, mud baths, everyone's hung over 10 o'clock on a Sunday. I remember one broken leg in the whole time mm. of watching me. And my, my dad used to, was the worst for it. The magic sponge would fix him straight away. But only one serious, <laughs> one serious injury I can remember in all my years watching my dad playing football. Yeah, that, that's I, the sad thing is it happened to my dad when he was so young, uh, when I was so young, sorry, that, yeah, I didn't have my sarcastic shithead start, you know, self now that would have probably gone over, you know, to try and make him laugh through the pain. But at least I'd say, oh, I've got a magic sponge yeah. I can help you with. <laughs> Just offer, offer him that when he's like writhing in agony with a broken leg. But uh, each to their own, I suppose. How about yourself, though, Nathan? I mean, is it, how, how's the injuries sort of, uh, how's, how's it looking for you in this game? Um, in the game, yeah, I've just double-checked and I've literally just this week got my uh, my centre-back, Marcos, back at Brighton. Um, he was out for a while. Um, also was they, this the high-rated one? In the, the... That's the one, yeah. He, yeah. He's, he's, at the moment, he's like top AR in the defenders list. So, yeah, he's, he was a big loss for me. Um, I've also lost um, my top-performing uh, centre-midfielder. Um, he's out for another three weeks. Um, and I've got my right winger come right back. Um, he's also picked up a knock this week. So, yeah, unfortunately, Brighton isn't isn't built to to deal with them kind of knocks to to top players at the moment. You know, if I'm to if I'm to carry on winning with them kind of knocks, then I need to uh, need a little bit more time. I think. Mm, well um, said, mate. Looking at Tondela, they've had a they've had yeah they've been butchered at Anchorman. If it's not been one, it's been the other. So yeah, but you know, there's no there's no complaints there because at least I've got I've had the time there and you know I've got the cover, so I can't I can't complain there. It's, it's sorry, Tim. Sorry, it's not just the injuries that is the problem; it's the recovery time. So if you've got a three week injury, you know it's realistically going to be five. Um, you know, for, yeah. the, fitness, for the fitness to get back up. I mean, I will I I'll play somebody at ninety percent fitness. But I've just had a guy come back after I think it was a gashed thigh and it was a three-week injury and he's still at, what, 84 or something? Like, yeah, another two weeks on. Um, it'd be nice, I don't know, going off top of it, if you could use your karma to maybe increase recovery time because, you know, these days you can go to special oxygen oxygen chambers. There's all these specialists that reduce... Uh, hyperbarics and that, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe karma could be used to... To reduce injury time, recovery time, maybe. On the flip side of that, though, Andy, don't you think that's a bit too much? If you're Possibly, if you're yeah. reducing the the level sort of, of making it too easy. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you've got 
in your case, Tell, if you've got a broken leg and he's out for eight weeks, seven weeks, whatever, yeah, yeah and you're bringing that, you're halving that with your karma, don't you think yeah. then by boosting the fitness, that's a little bit overkill? Wouldn't, I, I you, think special... wouldn't a club pay for specialists and oxygen tanks, though? Wouldn't that be the, the same cost? Wouldn't you pay to try and speed up a top player? You would, but would you be able to speed up a broken leg? That's maybe, true. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think it'd be interesting to get you, yeah, you know, what you all think about this. But one of the things that sort of made me think was, I, I, I think maybe the fitness side of it could be lessened if you don't use karma. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you use it yeah, on the so one rather than both. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, you, yeah, you have the, you know, you have one or two evils. Yeah, you can accelerate the injury process, but at a cost. You know that you, you know, there, there is going to be that depleted fitness level when they come back or you can leave it you know nature takes its course and maybe you can speed up fitness let the injury yeah. let the injury run naturally and then yeah yeah maybe yeah, yeah. You don't, maybe you don't have to use karma maybe they just naturally come back around you know 90 tops yeah i mean uh, after all most of them are professional foot i mean broken legs yeah 100 agree i i've got like for me i've got no problem with um how like the duration i mean eight weeks is very 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 nice for a broken leg in this game um but i suppose with this in the context of how short the season is and yeah in real life and all that sort of thing but um yeah and i don't have a problem with how long it takes because they come back allure will come back at 70 percent tops yeah I, i'm fully i'm fully prepared for him to come back at about 70 percent fitness and it's going to so eight weeks is probably going to be more like 10 or 11 easy um, so, I mean, I'll, I'll be lucky to get him back for the end of the season, I think. Um, so I, I don't mind that. It For me, it's more, the, yeah, the realism is a bit shot. I mean, that's a lot of broken. There's, yeah, it's such a freak occurrence to happen. You know, it's, yeah, it, it just struck me as something that doesn't happen that often. So I, I didn't quite get why. Yeah, like I said, I, I think I've had, it might have been Lalori actually in the past who broke his leg. I can't remember. It was some, someone definitely. I've definitely had three first teamers and two in my reserves that have broken legs now. It's since yeah the start of the game. Uh, I've got a feeling it might have been Lalori in the past. So it just feels like it might have been one of my other centre backs. But um, yeah, it just it just struck as a bit a bit harsh. But <laughs> I'm pro I'm trying leg, yeah. not to get involved because I've like injuries have just not been an issue for me in this game like every season <laughs> yeah, I, i've got i've got Please none i have none in my <laughs> squad right now like my in all three squads i have no injuries like every, oh. i have one player that's 89 percent. he come back from like a one week injury everyone else right, is nice. a, everyone else is 100 percent. and it's funny like i forgot i had a friendly this week i put a random friendly down so it played my first team so they played both games and everyone's still at 100%. No one's even tired. I thought that's strange. I thought they'd be tired playing two games in a week, but they're not. So, yeah, literally one player is at 89%. Everything else, 100 So I don't want to get involved yeah. in this conversation. <laughs> Nafe, get on the back phone. <laughs> I'm trying to keep my mouth shut. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, goodness me. Oh, yeah. I'm going to drop an email to Ben later oh, tomorrow. Can you believe what Daryl said about yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I as well. Yeah. Since you have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> hey, oh, don't listen to it, Ben. I don't... <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, I'm fully fit. I, 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 
can't I can't really offer an opinion. As I say, I think the longest injury I had was Langson two seasons ago, one of my left wiggers. He was out for like twelve weeks, I think. That's it. Other than that, it's been less than five. I haven't really had a problem with it. Maybe just some teams are lucky, but I've never really I, I, noticed half the injury stuff that people talk about. So I don't know if I've yeah, got some I, magic I, I, training I, schedule that I don't realize, but I've never yeah, had maybe. a problem yeah. with fitness or injuries in any game. I've never, and there's not one that stands out where I go, wow, that season was disrupted. You know, I see what happened to like Percy last year at Lochran. Like he got decimated. I've never had yeah. anything like that in any game, you know? Um, yeah, I, th- I think I only did in season two. I had a real bad spell. <laughs> I think me and Banksy both did. I think it was like at the start of the season, we both had a lot of injuries. Then we sort of got them back around turn 10. Like it started calming down. And then by sort of turn 13, 14, it started again. And it pretty much killed me. Even though I finished third, it pretty much killed my season because I, yeah. I couldn't compete. I just didn't have the squad to compete, which was, you know, partly my own fault. But yeah, you can't bank on picking up that many injuries either. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I said, I don't, I don't think I have a problem so much with like the durations or the f- coming back at fitness. I, I, I've talked to a few managers about that in the past. Like maybe he just needs to um, add different wording <clears throat> instead of so many broken legs, mix them up with yeah, like hamstring or ACL yeah, or yeah. twisted knee, or just mix up the words because then it wouldn't feel so bad. Like, but as you say, if you're getting four or five broken legs over the course of a couple of seasons. You're going to start questioning. But if that was like one broken leg, two hamstrings, a busted knee, you know, yes. yeah. something like that's that. It. No, that's it. Yeah. I mean, like if Alluri this week had like, it said, you know, uh, dislocated ankle six weeks. Yeah. I'd be like, okay. Yeah, yeah. No problem. It was just like the, yeah, the, the, the volume of broken legs was a bit like, wow. <laughs> yeah. like, it's probably again. just like a pretty small database of known injuries or something that when it's like, uh, you know, the luck turns around like, okay, this is happening. It's probably just not yeah. enough wording, probably. Or you just, yeah, yeah. you buy players, basically Spurs players that got no knees. some <laughs> sort of brittle bone thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spurs players, basically. Oh, do you, you know, do you know really funny? Tactile, it wouldn't be happening, would it? Oh, no, no, do you know what? <laughs> I'll give I'll give you this because I know all, all three of you like to give me a hard time anyway. But uh, so like with one, two, two came out today. Um, and I, I bidded for Villarreal and I bidded for him because I thought, well, at the very least, they're going to have Santi Carzola, I think. And there's a chance they could have Robert Perez. I thought, oh, fucking, yeah, that is quality. Yeah. yeah I thought if I, if I could get those two, I genuinely, I'd be just over the moon. And then I was like looking at, because uh, Ben sort of said, yeah, if you could find other players like yeah, historical ones or have a look for like players who are a certain height. That's the one I was going for. I thought, oh, I'll go see if there's it got anyone who's six foot four or above. And I was going through their team. So I found Etienne Capoue in there. <laughs> Joan <laughs> Forth is in there. <laughs> Serge Aurier is in there. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and Giovanni Lacelso is on loan there at the moment. Um yeah. That's uh, the only one in Villarreal. I'm trying to sneak yeah. around. Uh, oh, Terry Tottenham strikes again. Yeah, Terry oh, Tottenham. Do you know, the only saving grace of that was that I saw they had Francis Coquelin in there. Oh. I was just like, when I started reading, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, and then you got, oh, there's Francis Coquelin. That's a start, you know. That's a good player. <laughs> he turned out to be a really good player. 
did he go and loan to Charlton? Yeah, yeah. And then after that, yeah, you yeah. brought him back, went straight to the first team, and he became a bit yeah, of a fucking beast. Blew it away. <laughs> yeah. Song, Song did the same, didn't he? Alex Song, I think, went to you and then came back a, an absolute beast as well. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, first sort of port of call um, today, I, I thought I'd bring up was um, obviously one, two, two's dropping, and we. Learned obviously about essays and stats and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and one of the things I put to Ben um, recently, just in, in conversation, was asking, "Are we going to see these? Is this exclusive for one two two, or is this something we're going to see in one two one?" And he said, uh, "The new essays will be available to buy in one two one once one two two is launched. The unbuyable and negative ones—that's uh, inconsistency and long shot specialist." Um, they may start appearing as well, but they will be uncommon. Fair. What's your, what's your thoughts on that, guys? Uh, good. No, I think it's good. Uh, I, mean, I guess it's quite easy for him to do to just put them out across the game. But no, I'm glad mm-hmm. because, as I say, like I've got no plans on stopping one two one, and obviously Matt doesn't really have much time to help me Fiorentina, so we drop them because obviously I think he's gonna do one two two actually for a, at least a season he said so we were like okay let's let that go and we'll save up because i don't have time for two teams in one two one and as i say i don't want any shine to come off stone grats so the thought that some of these essays are coming into one two one will obviously keep breathing some new life into it because with new essays people will change some things you know and certain transfers will get made with new essays and stuff so i think it's really good that he's done that okay okay andy yeah i also agree um I've got eight points in the bank at the minute and I'm going to keep them there until the new essays become available. It completely yeah. changes the landscape of what I want to do. Yeah. What, um, what are you, what would you look at? I'll have 15. I could buy 12. Yeah, yeah. I could yeah. go nuts. What would, uh, so for like both of you, obviously we'll, we'll go to Nath as well and a bit on his thoughts on it and, and, uh, I was just going to ask though. I mean, what players, Andy, uh, in your team um, are you looking at possibly? At, and, and what essays, new essays, would you be considering? Well, I need to, I need to strengthen the defence. So I've got three centre backs. So I'm looking at doing something with the three of them. I don't really know what yet. Um, and to be honest, I've not really studied the new essays in great depth. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's something I'm going to have to sit down and, and have a look at in more detail. I couldn't really give you a, a proper answer right now because um, I've not really looked into them enough, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, but I've got three centre-backs there and they're going to be the beneficiaries of something for sure because I feel like I'm covered everywhere else. So at the minute, I'm, I'm just selling off players. I'm just selling off players. And then I'm hopefully going to get 18, 19, 20 points banked. So then that's three, three essays then. Very nice, mate. I'm not going to make, I'm not going to do what I've done previously and rush into it because I'm not going to win the league now. Um, Probably not going to get relegated. I'm looking at hopefully getting into the top five. So I don't think I'm in any rush to Mm -hmm. spend them. So maybe getting towards the, the business end of the season. I can start looking at it a bit more then. Okay. But I'm quite happy, quite happy just to sit on it now and let it take its course. See what swap deals come up. Maybe um, I've done about five or six swap deals in the last three or four turns. So I'm just uh, 
something might that's, crop up. That's really nice as well in that, you know, with the stats that you know, people have been sort of saying in the game and uh, and where we're at, like season four and that, that you're still finding deals out there. That's that's really quite I've a positive, the, isn't it? The busiest, the busiest I've ever been at any point in any game. I'm literally doing two wow. for two deals, um, doing some cash buys. Did another swap last week that I had no plans to do, but it cropped up on the forum. So I thought, yeah, I'll go for it. I think I've done. I think about five or six players have gone out, and five or six players have come in, and then I'll spend the next couple of weeks getting the state of mind up, and then seeing what I can. I've got a few players I want to sell, so as I say, see if I can get to say eighteen, twenty points, and then take it from there. I mean, I'm in absolutely no rush. I'm in a good position. Um, I've got nothing to play for really, apart from you know I've got, I'm still in the FA Cup, but we'll see. Um, so I can just take my time, not make any stupid decisions, and you never know. I, I might scout a gem. A gem might come up for swap, and then I can use the points on him. Yeah, I'm not rushing this time. I'm not making the mistake of the first few turns of the game where I spunked all my points straight away because I felt like I had to. I'm just gonna take my time and see what happens. I'm quite relaxed. I'm, re- I'm relaxed about it this time. I'm not panicking. Um, just it's one of those where, you know, see what comes to me rather than go looking for it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. It's good to hear. Yeah, I, th- I think even I've got a deal this week, so that's uh, something. It's going to go quiet. The next The next few weeks going to be quiet while 122 is in everybody's mind. So... I'll just sit back in the background and just let nature take its course, as they say. And what yeah. happens, happens. No, that's Not really good. Not going to force anything. No, that's really good. And uh, so going back to you, Nath, I mean, thoughts on uh, essays coming into the game and uh, any, any uh, plans for your team? Really looking forward to it, if I'm honest. Um, I do question <clears throat> maybe the, the long shot. Because if that's not purchasable, then you're looking at that on scouted fines. Which, as yep. a result, for me, that was I would think that you wouldn't get to see the full benefit of that. Not until, you know, everyone starts on that level playing field. Mm, okay. You know? Interesting. <laughs> if, like, yeah. if you've got a scouted finder, say a centre midfielder, and he's a 37.99, he's already behind the curve. Do you know what I mean? So are you going to get the full benefit of that? Are you going to see the full benefit of that? So that's probably what yeah. I ask myself on that one. Um, the one I'm really looking forward to, anticipation. Really looking yes. forward to that one. Um, looking at Brighton, probably earmark um, Larson for that because I think he's he's got what it got what it takes to have that kind of essay. Um, Tondela, I'm trying to uh or i've got an agreed deal now for a center half but i need to wait so i've got him in mark for anticipation as well so yeah i think it's it's a good essay to have all over the pitch but for me that's where i'd like to start yeah you just I, made, I quite sorry you just made the point i was going to make there Nath. i think the new essays as well they can they're open to more interpretation than the current ones so like you say anticipation it could be used anywhere around the pitch um so i think obviously a lot of thought have gone into them from ben and, and i think yeah. 
a really good addition to the game because they can be interpreted depending on who you are as a manager in all different ways. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for us in in one two one, with it coming in partway through the game, you know, it, you've got to fit it into your team, or you're going to look to fit it into your team where you've got space, you know, and, and obviously where you're going to think you're going to benefit. And so, of course, a lot of players already have dual SAs, so you might have to take one off. Exactly. If you if you really want to. That's definitely benefit one two two more than this game, but luckily for me, I've got some players still with only one SA, so I've got some scope to yeah, that's beef the way you them up. up, can't you? Beef them up a bit. Yeah, yeah, I like that. What about um selfish for you guys? I mean, does is that I I, I think it's something you seem quite excited about, Daryl, when it when it first dropped as I as think, a concept. Uh... I think like maybe my view on it. I'd obviously want to read a bit more, but I think the idea of when you play one up top. I could see how it could work. I mean, I wouldn't mind if I'm playing one up top and certain play, you know, having a selfish guy up there that's just going to try and bang it in. I'm all for having a look at it. It doesn't it doesn't put me off. I'd, I'd want to read it and maybe see how it works a little bit more, but it doesn't worry me about having a selfish player, you know? Um, yeah. all, the, all the best teams in the world have them. Yeah. Look at Ronaldo. He's done all right, didn't exactly. he? Exactly. So... <laughs> you know, he, selfish like, player. for me, he would he would definitely have selfish, like he would a hundred percent have that. I think at start of any game, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, again, it depends on how it reads and how it actually plays out. But the idea of a selfish striker, I'm not. I don't really hate you know, especially in the style that I play. Um, it might actually help. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited about that. But yeah, it's, it's like Andy. I'm looking at some of these new ones for my defense. Um, anticipation, man marking, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of looking at some of that. That would, I think, that would help me. Um, but yeah, we'll see as they come out. But yeah, I've managed. I've sold so much. Like I've, I've made like 120 mil over the last like three, four weeks. Um, yeah, and I've still got loads wow, on the transfer geez. list that can go at decent price as well. So I'll be pushing sort of mm. 200 million, I think, once they're all gone. And I've been really lucky with like try lists have been half decent. So some of the youth teams moved into the reserves. I've trimmed out the reserves, called a youth team up. Try list has taken its place, so I haven't actually had to spend. There's been little bits off the off the scouts, and there's a little bit more this week. There's a couple of wingers that I'm going to bring in, sell on another one. But it's been a really good rotation. I've been really lucky at being able to find people to replace. Um, and yeah, so I'm going to sit on that cash and bucket load of points. And as Andy said, just That's maybe cool. be like, spit it round at start again, like throw some new essays in there, throw some different ones, mix things up a bit. Yeah. Make us a little yeah. bit stronger, especially defensively. I just kind of went with determined and re- re- reliable throughout the defense, just as like safe bets. But I think now yeah. a bit of cash and now I know how my team's set up. I can maybe experiment a little bit more with a couple that haven't, got double essays and stuff so yeah looking forward to it actually looking forward to it i think it's been really clever with the release of one two two with a totally different game but throwing these new essays in i still think will breathe life into one two one for at least another yeah two yeah. i think it's been really, yeah. really clever a bit, isn't it i do i i and everything i've heard i maybe when you first hear a game you think oh god is that the end of one two one i don't think it's anywhere close to being the end of one two one i think one two one can no. easily push 10 seasons before it even becomes an issue myself and I don't think lads will leave. I just think maybe some more second teams will get dropped. But I still think he'll keep a, a core group of managers 
I don't think the game's going to die anytime soon. No, I don't. I don't. Do you know what? I, I just had the Vietnam flashbacks moment there, Darren, when you said it could go 10 seasons. Like, the yeah, podcast is definitely dying before that, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I can't see 10, 10 seasons of this. You never know. Did we think we'd <laughs> I love it? doing it. Did we make it this far, you know? I, I, do you know what? Genuinely, I didn't think we'd get past one. I thought, yeah. I thought it was just going to be a bit of a laugh, and that was it. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, it could. It's, it's one of them Four games where strong. I could see like a handful of managers still sticking around just because of the mm. the squads that they've built. Yeah, you know, there was. I think it was Nathan Owen. He stayed with his Marseille team in game 100 for ages, like, like ages. nine seasons. Yeah, he was there for long, 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 and I think he may have even been the only manager left because he just got that sort of loyalty to the team. And I think a lot of. I think there's going to be a few that are going to be like that. As I say, like. Now that I've got my head screwed back on straight and I look at the Sturmgrats, there are people in the youths that, you know, in, they're probably not going to get a rise for like two or three seasons. And I still, my brain's like, actually, I want to see how they become. You know, like a karma kid I've got up front as the target man. It's just banging goals for fun in my youth team. Um, you know, he's got 10, 10 star regression. And I'm thinking, you know, he's only a 91 and he's like 20. And I'm just like, well, I want to see what he's like in two seasons. My brain's already at five, six, seven seasons, you know? I wish I'd have taken my, I wish I'd have kept up my reserves in youth. I really do. It's a part of the game I enjoy, and it's the first time I've let it. I've let it slide. Really, they've all gone. There's literally nothing left in my youth. I, I, I always replace um, if I, something. Something bids on my reserves. I literally will only accept if I can call a youth team player up in its place and then bring a youngster in. And I've done that like on rotation. Yeah, that's something that I'm definitely going to do in the next yeah, game. Say, yeah, say yeah. Look at here, the yeah. oldest person in my reserves is 24. So they're between 21 and 24. So I've literally just called up a youth team player once I sell one and just kept like the rotation going, you know? And there's think, another think, three yeah. going this week. Two. I think the format the format of the new mm. game, the format of the new game definitely benefits that because one two one's been all about cash, 10 speed, double SAs, points on the first team. Where because of the way you set this one two two up, I think it's gonna be more what's the word? more useful, more important to concentrate on all three squads. Yeah. Because it's such a level yeah. playing field. Yeah, it will. And I think I think yeah, we're all gonna have to be a lot smarter with our point points as well. I mean yeah. you know, uh, and I think everyone will be forced into that in a sense uh, of um you know, no no one's gonna have I don't know, for a while at least anyway, like one of those legends that's gonna command two or three good players, you know, pop players. So I can see most people sort of maybe holding on or most some people uh, squad building by developing pop players and just keeping them, like if they've got like, decent untrainables. That's, that suits me perfectly because I, I won't be playing the games and names. Yeah, same. That kind of thing's never bothered me. So, you know, all the bidding that's gone on, or I couldn't care less if I get Joe Bloggs and Pete Smith and whatever. I don't care. If a legend, yeah, if, you know, if a legend come up and I was like, oh, he's a... I haven't particularly got any heroes in the football world, so they don't really bother me. Um, no, I mean, like, if if I found someone like... Uh, I, I completely agree, because if I found someone like Frank Rijkaard, say, and, you know, he's worth yeah my, my entire transfer kitty, if I found someone with exactly the same stats, and he's like half the price, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's going to go on the Joe, Joe average. I, I don't really care. You know, it yeah. doesn't, it's not a big thing for me. That's a good is that, thing is about you. We all play the game in a, in a different way. So there'll be lads out there who'll be looking to maybe have a theme. They want, like, I don't know, a Serie yeah, yeah. Legends or uh, good luck to them. But for me, I'll just, I couldn't care less what they were called. 
could yes. be called Nathan, what? Nathan Callow for like a. Nah, you, 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 <laughs> I'll play for you, that's Andy. A, that's a, that's <laughs> wheelchair masters football. You don't want to do that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually looking forward to it because like last Legends game, I went in with the theme of trying to keep hold of Charlton Legends and add names that I had. And I feel like I'm playing the game a lot better now. So I want to, I will give it a proper go. It's not going to be so much about names. Um, I'm hoping that a couple of Charlton players actually can stick around that they're worth because I know now how important it is maybe not to just rip everything out and throw it away. So yeah, I'm, I'm mm. definitely looking to take this one more serious and have a much better go with Charlton than I did last. Yeah, hoping, hoping for Martin Pringle up front, yeah. Hey, that's a, yeah. Jo- Jonathan Johansson, that's the one. Fucking love Johansson. When I was young. Nah, he wants Tony. Literally, Watt. all I've said, oh, please <laughs> don't. Dennis Ramadan. Literally, don't care what stats what is, he will not play for me in this game. Herman what, what, if he, what if he was like the only don't player care. in your squad that don't was like ninety thirty four? No, no, no. Go straight I, on the market. Straight on the market. Swap him out. Give him some <laughs> Yeah, straight out. No, can't do it. Um, I, the only one I'm, as I said, the only one I'm hoping is half decent is Dean Kiley. Like, I, as long as Dean Kiley kind of works as a keeper for me, the rest is is all right. That, that's the only one I'll be upset about, I think, is if Dean Kiley's as bad as he was last time. Because he was trash last time. <laughs> Fair play. Fair yeah. play. Could be worse. Could have Bryce Amber. Hey, hey. Listen, chat, in, in my in my in the football manager save I did, Bryce Samba was loaned out from uh, my mate was managing Nottingham Forest. I was doing derby. He loaned him out from Nottingham Forest to Bayern Munich. I think it was or Liverpool. Liverpool sat on the bench, played one game in the Champions League semi final against Bayern Munich, won the Champions League, and then I brought him down to the Championship and it's Champions League winning Bryce Samba. He was a god. Bryce Samba was a god. So there'll be no there'll be no <laughs> bad talk of Bryce Samba. He's a fucking hero for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well let's uh, let's jump back into one two one though, and um, we're just going to touch on the because um, so the second stage of the Champions League started this week. Um, thought we'd go through the groups, thoughts on who you think will go through, results this week, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Group One, obviously we have Phil Chins in the Milan. Um, uh, uh, I can't remember it. What used to be Richard who ran West Ham? I'm not sure who's manager Jesse, there. So apologies. Jesse. Jesse. Is it Jesse? Oh, yeah. Okay. This one. Fair play to him. So yeah, Inter Milan, West Ham, uh, Mickey Singh, Spartak Moscow, and Reims. Again, I'm not sure who manages Reims. I'll have to. I should have checked that. Pretty much. Um, uh, isn't it? Oh, is it? Lovely. Okay, Lovely. Sorry about that, Sam. I should have done my my due diligence there. But um, yeah, I mean, interesting start to to the the group stage. I mean. Uh, Spartak Moscow, given the the quality of the players he's got in there, surprised? Anyone um, surprised by that? I, I well, I played him last week. Um, didn't play a master tactic, so I don't know whether he was taking his eye off the ball. Um, he hasn't really got much. He's got a main striker. He plays one up front. If that main striker's injured, his backups um, gash, for want of a better word. Um, I haven't heard that word in ages. I haven't had any for ages. Hey, hey listen, I'll hook you up, man. Come see me. <laughs> That's I want to borrow your oh, penis, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> you really don't. You really don't. No, no. <laughs> I think, um, I don't know what's like gone. So I don't know what's cheese. gone. Oh, dear. Oh, jeez. Sorry. <laughs> Do you know what? No, none of them results shock me. Honestly. Inter Milan will win that group. Inter Milan's quality. Yeah, it's whatever, Inter, quality whatever the result between Inter and West Ham for me. Nothing against Reims or Spy, but I'm guessing Reims has got one eye on the league because he's not doing that great. I think he's in the relegation zone, isn't he? Last time I checked. Um, 
yeah, there you go. He's four points away from PSG in my division. Um, so yeah, that none of them results shock me, and that's not because he's got a bad team. I'm not knocking Sam there. It's just, as I say, my division's just weird. Um, but no, none of them results shock me. It'll be trying to push a decent run for you know respectable results. But I think it will finish pretty much like it is now. Inter win the group, and then the other three will take points off each other. So, uh, you know, I'm not sitting on the fence on this one. I think Inter Milan will probably win every game. Maybe get a draw at West Ham, but I think they'll win everything else. I think they'll win it comfortably. The group. Group will stay as it is for me. Yeah, yeah I think it will stay as it is. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think Phil is... Yeah, he's really tough to play. I never look forward to playing. Well, there's not a lot in my league I look forward to playing, but... um. Yeah, he's quality. So, yeah, that, that doesn't surprise me. Um, moving on to Group 2, though. I mean, we have, uh, obviously, the league leader in the South, Prem. Um, Andy Young's Mallorca, Wills of Leon, Ben Bagshaw's Real Madrid, and um, Manchester City under the under the guidance of Amir. All, all drawing this week. Two all between uh, Mallorca and Leon, and one all between Real Madrid and Man City. Um, any surprises there? Or do you, do you feel that, that reflects the group that that is that, even is a group of death, isn't it? If there ever was one, mm, definitely. I think, uh, I think the Real Madrid results surprises me a little. Not nothing against Real Madrid, just I think Amir probably would have seen that as one that he could probably have stolen a win from. I mean, it is a really tough group. Like, like Leon are great, Mallorca, you know, I've, I've been bragging about how well he's done since last season, mm-hmm. but I would yeah, think yeah. that Ma- like I would have felt that Mamiya would have had that as. He'll take a point, I'm sure. Like, um, you know, but I would have felt that Man City would have been the slight favourites for that one myself. You know, uh, like no. considering like like oh, league, oh. league positions and stuff, I would have thought that Man City would have been favourites for that. But what a horrible group, though. You wouldn't want to be any of them, would you? No, no. I'm glad I'm not in it. To be yeah, fair, yeah. No thanks. Really glad. Wouldn't be surprised by any of them winning it or any no, of them finishing same. bottom. Yeah, I could. Yeah, it's that close. <laughs> yeah. And that, how do you see it playing out, Nath? Uh, to go through, my personal call would be Mallorca and Man City. Um, mm-hmm. I, think, I don't think Ami can be uh, too disappointed with a 1-1 away draw. You know, if you look at them two teams, um, if you go away to Madrid and draw, and then you pick up three points at home, or two points at home, whatever, then yeah, you know, I think, he, I think Ami would be, would be happy with that over the two legs. Um, yeah. Andy again away at Leon. You know you got to you got to remember both them teams are away and they've both gone and got something. Yeah, yeah, very true. Oh I yeah, I, I don't um, think he'd be upset. Yeah, you but don't I just be, think yeah, you he would have had one away, eye on that as one to win in such a yeah. tough group. You know. No, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if Leon can, be, I mean, I don't know Will personally through what, but I think if he keeps a settled team, I think he could be a dark horse. If he doesn't Ooh. swap it around too much, oh, there okay. you go. That's a bold prediction there. My dark horse, yeah. Would be Leon. I I don't know. I I find it a really tough one to pick from. Um, all quality size, all good managers. Um, I think most people would sort of think Amir's a hot favourite. I I I do feel Andy's got something special going on at Mallorca at the moment. Yeah, it has vibes of last season, Daryl, with Art Media for me. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I th- it'd be one to watch. I think um, so. I think so. Yeah, 
Uh, group three, uh, another tough group. Um, Bayern Munich uh, under Mikey Duncan, Atletico Madrid under uh, Martin Banks, Dan Lanes, Chelsea and Jay's Benfica. Uh, are, are we shocked this week by... Well, I mean, obviously we have... Yeah, the, the big result is obviously uh, Bayern Munich beating Benfica 4-1. That's 4-1. Uh, yeah. 4-1. Oh, okay. Thank you, Andy. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, does that surprise you how bad... I mean, that's that's a bad, bad start to it. I mean, he's capable of turning it around, but that's a bad start in anyone's book. I think he can win. He's capable of winning three or four of the next five games. You know, he could win. You know, mm. I still don't think it's the end of the road. Um, obviously, he can't afford another defeat. Really, it, it puts him on the back foot. But if if he wins his next game, then that's you know play two, one, one, lost one. It's all to play for. Yeah. So I don't think he should be too disheartened by that. To be honest, I, I think the only real downside, because I mean, it's his first game. There's plenty of time to win. The only real bad point is when you get to that stage, you know, when it's like, uh, was it t- top two go or or third best go through something like that, and then it comes to the goal difference. That's yeah, that's when it can be a struggle. That's when that those sort of results, you know, you can't have those sort of results in Champions League for me because uh, because they're they're the difference makers, um, goals for and against. They they could you know if you. He ties it up on points with someone else to possibly go through. That is not going to help. He's going to need to go for it in a couple of the games, isn't he? Try and get some goals, and then yeah. you've always got the risk of, especially in the cup games, the engine seems to be a bit different. There's a lot more three twos and four twos and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, he just needs to get some wins and you know win the next game, and then you can take it from there. Then he's got to win the next game to have any chance. They've yeah. just that. that... That to me is just he's made a mistake. Bayern Munich have obviously set up in a way that he's thought, or that's just a mistake for me. That yeah, it, it's it's like, like some, I, some, I know some like, mistake rib him, or yeah, exploited something. Perfectly. Yeah, Bayern Munich have even figured out what he was going to do or how he was trying to counter, or he's tried to counter something at Bayern Munich and just got it very wrong. You know, that's, yes, that's yeah. one of them results for me is that you you've thought something or you spotted something and thought something would work. And the game said, uh, no, no, you're smoking crack this week, so you're going to get slapped. <laughs> That's a good analogy. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, for what's, me, what's that, your... that kind of result is just a fluke, like a mistake. Nothing against Bayern, but it's a, yeah, it's a mistake, I think. Crazy. Jay. Yeah, you don't often see Jay get slapped like, like that. that. No. Yeah. Do you know what? Um, I disagree with you, Daryl. Oh, I disagree. Go on, Jay, Jay's team is set up very, very much on a defensive note. Yeah. Okay, so his strongest point is his defence. Nobody really, really sticks four past Jay. No. You know, so I don't think that's just that's just one mistake. That's that's his defence for whatever reason has just been dismantled by uh, by Munich. And I, I think looking at that, knowing Jay, that will disturb him. That he oh, should four yeah. goals in one he, game he without will be disturbingly bothered by that result. That will hurt yeah. him hard. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like having spoken to Jay a few times on the phone, and both probably both him and his dad, they're going to be massively bothered by what's happened there. Yeah. What, on whatever yeah. side, yeah. if it's Bayern Munich have found something that maybe they didn't realize there was a weakness, 
or they've tried to tinker something. But yeah, that will that's not a result that him and his dad would take the, lightly. But the big, know? the good, the good thing is, like we said, it, it is still first game. Oh, yeah. uh, and and the key and the key is is finding what's gone wrong there. Look, but, he's definitely he's definitely not out of that group yet. No, 100%. no, you know, no one no one's out of the group after no, exactly. one game. Like I think no. Martin and and uh, Atletico Madrid and Chelsea drawing has helped him massively. You know, like that, yeah. he's, he's yeah, a point, yeah. point away from second. But yeah, as you say, that I mean that result's going to bug them on what what the hell happened there. Be interesting to know what happened. Yeah, yeah, very much so, very much so. And sticking with you, Nath, I mean, uh, moving on to the next one, another massive clash. Uh, Atletico Madrid versus Chelsea. I mean, Dan Dan seems to have he obviously got relegated last season for the Prem, but he seems to have got something going this season and he's very, very difficult to beat. Currently getting the results, isn't he? I mean, I'm just looking at uh, at the league table. He's only lost once. Yep. He's lost once. He's conceding, what, just over a goal a game. You know, he's he's hard to break down and he's definitely hard to beat. Um, you look at that uh, that Champions League group, Atletico are no pushovers. No. You know, they're no pushovers themselves. As, as they're in your division, mate. You're, you're going to know. Don't. Don't. You know. You know don't, but, even. <laughs> don't even. But, uh, but no, they've, they've, got a, they've, got a, they've got a good chance there, you know. They're, they're, they're doing all right. So Dan's, yep. Dan's done something there and he, he turned them around. So, no, fair play to him. I, I think that's that's going to be there's that that's another one of those groups of death, isn't it? Because yeah, now both uh, Atletico and Chelsea, uh, yeah, Chelsea can't keep drawing. They're going to have to get some wins. They're going to have to push on a bit. Jay's got to push on a bit now. He's got to try and be a bit more probably adventurous in, in some respects and get some wins. And obviously Martin will. Uh, we know what Martin's like. You know, he he, you know, a bit of a tactician and you know, he he can. Get yeah, you know, get a tune out of most sides. So it's going to be a really interesting couple of weeks. With definitely another group we've got to keep an eye on. I think it's. I think this could be could be quite an interesting group all the way through the phase. Definitely agree and, with that. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, and group four. Um, well, that's my my group. Midget um, Midget Midget Land. Um, <laughs> Midgetland, uh, Sporting Lisbon, Velour and Art Media make up this group. Um, Midgetland beat Velour 2-1 and my team, uh, Sporting Lisbon, we beat Art Media, the defending champions, 1-0. Any surprises there, guys? Surprised that you won. Yeah, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I suppose, I I would say it is a little, not, not against Utah, but I know the team that he's got. Like, it's a little bit of a surprise, but again, it doesn't because you're a bit tactical, and I think maybe Art Media just rests on the fact on how good their team are to like just pound on people a little bit, maybe. Um, and as you say, like eventually your way gets found out, you know, so you have to change things up. So maybe not such a surprise. Maybe Valor, but they're in the same league, so it's always. You know, it's always a chance. Uh, but midget, you know, midget lands are obviously better than them. They're up in third, I think. Valor are down in like eighth or something. So no, not really. I would have maybe guessed a draw between you and Art Media, but other than that, no. Still going to be really tight. Valor, I just see, a, you know, if mm. they if they sneak a draw off someone, that's going to what's be mess messes someone up. It'll be out yeah. of three of you, I think. And if Valor sneak points off someone, but you've done really well to take points off one of them, 
the other two straight away. You know, that's going to be important. Yeah. Is the results amongst yeah. each other and make sure you hammer Valor. I know we, we um, didn't really touch on much about uh, how we got on this week. Um, but for it, you know, in, yeah. in my in I my I terms, don't want to talk about. It. I, I had to apologize. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. I, uh, yeah, I sent him a message. Sake, we kind of we kind of can't. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I obviously yeah, I did beat uh, Art Media one this week. I think tactically, yeah, I think I got it really good. I think I got it spot on. Um, but the bit of a gloss is off of it in a sense because I, I always if i'm beating a side like as good as art media and, and as great as uh, as and as well as they've done in the game i like to beat the first team and yeah i i'm not gonna lie with that i mean he was missing his star striker you know so it is what yeah. it is I, I i don't get too carried away by it um but yeah it's nice it's it's, it's nice to see where we're at you know where yeah you know, in comparatively i mean like that we can compete i always like that that's what's important to me i want to be competing with everyone I, yeah if i'm getting if i get thrashed by someone i'd be really concerned i'm quite lucky pretty much every game i've lost has been by one goal oh. so it's it's like i'm I, you know any game i've lost in ue in this game anyway it's been really close so i don't think i've been slapped really since like season 1 when you know that sort of it period in, at the start of a season and start of a game when you're trying to get the players in to build your site, your style, your formation, your tactics. Um, I think that was the last time I got properly slapped by someone. Um, it was probably Atletico, actually. Atletico Bilbao with Williams. But um, yeah, I've, I've done pretty well since then. But yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, not, not wouldn't, wouldn't get too carried away with that. Um, I, I still think he'll, I think Harry will either top it or come second. I, I think he's strong enough. Uh, I think it'd be a, Big battle, big battle for the rest of the spots. We've all got to try and get wins. So no, be really no, interesting. Don't underestimate Midgetland, though. They're doing quite well in their league. No, no, that's what I mean. I, I don't underestimate I don't, anyone. I, I don't I want try to and... mention his name, but we all know who's mm. in charge of them. <laughs> <You're saying laughs> man, 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 man. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the last group is uh, Steve Cabbage. He tops it with uh, Leicester. They uh, <laughs> they beat Zenna. <laughs> they beat Zenit three nil. And uh, and Atalanta beat uh, Leverkusen. Last season's runners up three nil. Um, I think that, that's the result of the huge results. That's they? the result of the week. Then, then two results are the results of the week. Yeah. No, no disrespect to Leicester. Steve's a great lad, great manager. You'd never have put them winning three 0 at Zenit. Absolutely not. No. Yeah. I, no, I, I, no, I no, speak any. to Steve as I say almost every week before turn. Quick check in on who he's got, what he's thinking. I don't think yeah. even he, in his wildest dreams, would have guessed that he could have won that three now. You know, I need to start scouting these matches because I can't buy a win. <laughs> I've eaten once. Kenny's good. I've eaten yeah, once, I, and that was I when he had him. his players injured. Um, yeah, I think I played him in the Champions League, and it was really. I think I won one and drew one with him. It was really both games really tough. Got some serious, really, really seriously tough. good squad there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you know? I disagree right. with that. I, I disagree Go with on. that. Sorry, Steve is on absolute fire at Leicester at the minute. You know, hats off to him. He's done a remarkable job there. Um, no, I'm not surprised. He, start, you... he started the season near the bottom, mm. and he's now he's now the one running hips the closest at the top. You know, that's so, some, I, I, some turnaround for him. Not surprised he won. I was just, I was just surprised you can go away to Zenit and spank yeah. him three 0 so, um, Yeah, that that is that is. Yeah, I'm not surprised Steve can win yeah it's the fact that the he won manner of it, isn't yeah. it it's the same it's the same with the Leverkusen one for me with Atalanta like I've played Atalanta he is a really t- yeah he's got a crack inside 
really tough to play beat. I played him this see this week again. Yeah, um, I completely fucked up my tactics in the and formation in the league, but yeah, so I'm actually delighted to get a point off him. But um, yeah, it's it's he's really got a great side and playing really well at the moment, and it's um, it it just surprised me just more <laughs> more because Tilly is notoriously tough to beat, really tough to beat. So you that me, yeah up- yeah. I think anyone can beat anyone from that group. But you, you look at all all of the yeah. groups, and you couldn't say what apart from Inter Milan, in my opinion, you couldn't say that any one of them groups. Yeah, they're going to win it. Yeah, they're going to win it. It's it's so nip and tuck all the way through in yeah, every cheers, group. <laughs> all right. Well, on that one, I think we're uh, we'll have to quickly wrap up with the transfer roundup, Daryl, and then we'll go to some questions. Right. Uh, Visa twenty nine hundred four thirty eight sweeper with composure experience left for test this week in a deal worth eighty three million as he joined Colerain after they agreed to pay fifteen mil over max. Visa started the game at FK Ruda and was a lowly eighty nine thirty four right wing back. Amazingly, since then his tackling has improved from a six to a ten. And he was sold for eight million twice. Then sold again for cash last season when he was a hundred and two thirty-six sweeper. Without any pot, he must be one of the biggest risers in the game. Wow, no pot either. Uh, Coloran raised the funds for the visa deal by selling Gomez twenty-five hundred and two thirty-eight left mid for his max of seventy point nine million to Dynamo Minsk. The sale came due to a rest of the world bid coming in for Gomez, which gave Matty food for thought. He is a thirty-seven free roll as well, so looks a decent purchase. The beast that is Christensen. 26, 11, sweeper with composure, reliability, and pot. Was on the move to Spurs this week. He's had more points put on him than that whole of the Western First Division. But that didn't stop Mickey Singh letting him go in a deal that sees Kabonga, Kabongo, 24, sweeper with composure, res, and pot. And Mina, 27, uh, centre-back with height and determination, joined Spartak. When asked about the move, Mickey said, Jay called me to make sure I reset my turn and added this deal. He's such a helpful lad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> 48 million also exchanged hands. Um, Art Media <sighs> are another team to land a massive player this week. El Shorawi, 29, free roll with Flair and GSI, joins the elite land. And with an 89% AR, he looks a player and a half. Guitain, 21,238 playmaker, heads to Villa. He has GSI leader and pot. And 50 million Art Media are said to have chased the deal after a disappointing Champions League result this week. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> Dave. Dave's a little shit house. Dave's back on form. Uh, Thank you very much, Dave. But yeah, very disappointing for Art Media losing to some jobbers. Spurs reserves. <laughs> losing to Spurs reserves. How could you? <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> All right. To the questions. Oh, God. Okay, uh, first one's from Steve Cabbage. Uh, he's put, uh, who, who is the biggest Spurs fan on the podcast lineup tonight, Nathan or Terry? Terry. Terry. Wash my, wash my balls. Time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck's sake. Uh, Fozzie's asked to Andy, if you had Everton in game one, two, two, and could have an Everton legend each position as a goalkeeper, defender, midfield, and attacker, who would they be? Oh, wow. That's a good one. That's that a good guy. Yeah. But what yeah. he thinks that Daryl Charlton and um, Naif oh. Arsenal. Harry <laughs> Kane <laughs> up front. So yeah. Neville Southall in goal, my, without I question. Love yeah, Neville Southall. 
I wanted yeah, to be like, Neville Southall. We were from Pontypridd as a family, so like Neville Southall when I was growing up was just a fucking Welsh hero for me. Like, have you seen you, him now? Wanted to. Would be you have the tash as well? Yeah, I would have done it all. Like Neville Southall okay. is the reason I started playing in goal, like straight up. Ah, oh, fair play, fair yeah. play. Neville Southall in goal, Kevin Ratcliffe at the back because he's lifted pretty much every trophy we've ever won. Uh, midfield. Jeez, that's a good one. Probably. Um, Fucking, I got me there. I don't know. Thomas Gravison, just because he's a fucking beast. Um, I'd have to, I'd have to think about that one. Um, I um, probably Kevin Sheedy because he's probably the best left foot I've ever seen. Oh, Kevin Sheedy, okay. that's a good one. That's a good one. Striker. Um, I thought about this before. The obvious one would be Dixie Dean, um, Duncan Ferguson. He's just a cult hero. He's a shite player. I'm gonna say Paul Rideout. Purely because he scored the winner in the FA Cup final, which was the last trophy we won 27 years ago. Is that the last trophy you've won? 1995 FA Cup. I remember that final. It's United, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Yeah, United disputed the league and the FA Cup that year. Wow. Yeah. Roy Roy Keane done his cruise shit, didn't he? That's right, yeah. uh, So I'd have to say, on that basis, in terms of ability, Dixie Dean. Kevin Campbell was a push because he saved us from relegation um, a few years ago. But no, I'm going for Paul Rideout because he scored the winner in the final of the last trophy we've won 27 years ago. So oh, Southall, Ratcliffe, Sheedy, Rideout. Wouldn't be a bad five-a-side team. That's not, not a bad, no, not no, bad no, Masters team. Bad, together. Bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How about we you, Darryl, um, like Dean Kiley, because I'm biased. Um, probably Richard Rufus. Where that like, before his injuries, man was a fucking beast. Um, I put Klaus Jensen in midfield because he's just a fucking god. And oh, mate, he was so good against up, us. Up every front time. is up front is tough because like I was brought up where it has to be Mendonca, but Mendonca, Darren, yeah. Darren Bent was really good. But no, I Tony think it ha- no, never. It'd have to be it'd have to be Mendonca. So Kylie, Rufus, Jensen, and Mendonca. So not Tony Watt. Okay. No, um, not totally what. We <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, no, I, I've got to get something back. It's been all three fucking weeks with you. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't um, should pretend to be an Arsenal fan when you're yeah, sitting with the Spurs. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> How about, yeah, speak of the Spurs, Nath. Um, yeah, good question. Uh, in goal, probably, you know what, just for the laughs, Eric Torsvet. I used to love Torsvet. He was good though. Don't yeah. laugh. Yeah, he was good. He played for uh, a, a Tottenham. What would what would you call it? Like a, a select against yeah. Basendike. Uh, every season, it was them, Millwall, and another London side would always come to the Camrose and play friendlies and give all the proceeds to the to the club. But yeah, yeah, I saw I saw, I saw him play towards it actually. Yeah, towards it in goal. Um, it'd have to be the king at centre half, King Ledley. Oh, I thought he was going to say Tony Adams. No swearing on the podcast, please. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, midfield, Gascoigne or Hoddle. It'd have to be Gaza. Up front, um, I remember growing up watching Clive Allen, and he was absolutely immense. But how can any Spurs fan overlook Jimmy Greaves? 
Yeah, yeah, fair yeah. point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Something greasy. What a show! You know, you, just you, know, quickly, you put Lydia just... and Alan in conversation, but yeah, how could you? How could you go past Jimmy Greaves? To be fair, yeah, true. Yeah, go for Andy. Quickly amend my legend. Paul Gascoigne's my favorite ever player, and I can't believe I didn't pick him as my midfield legend because he did play for us for about fifteen times. So. <laughs> He's like Shane Warne of football for me, so I'm going for Gaza. Yeah. That's that's a that's an interesting mm. comparison actually. Yeah, that's a shame about Shane Warne. Got it. My my he's hero. Great player. Yeah, great. I, I played cricket at school. He was my my hero. I was a spinner as well. In the, I was I couldn't bat for love nor money, but I, I used to I used to love spin. Um Arsenal legends. I, I think it would have to be David Seaman and goal. All day long, uh, and, and not even on a boundary way. I think Sol Campbell's very close to being the defender. I think that it has to be Mister Arsenal. It has to be Tony, Tony Adams, um, proper proper leader. And we haven't had that since him. Um, I don't even think I wouldn't even put Vieira in the same category. Vieira was a great player. It's like that old debate between Vieira and Keane. It's like if you want a great midfielder, like technically, Roy Keane was nowhere near Vieira. If you want a leader of men, mm. Vieira's not even close to Roy Keane, not even on the same planet. Um, Vieira, by the way, played, didn't he, rather than... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just a great player. He was just... Yeah, but Roy Keane was a proper, proper leader. And you can see it now. He still has that, that aura about him. Uh, yeah, I've always, I've got a lot of time for him now. I never liked him as a player, but since he became a pundit, I've, he's sort of grown on me. I think he's, think he's a great guy. Um, so, yeah, I think Seaman, Tony Adams, midfielder. I th- I think yeah you know, I know I just said Vieira there but I it for me yeah you know, we always pick the ones we love um I was always a big fan of Ray Parler but I think I I absolutely love watching Robert Perez I think he was just dynamic he scored he assisted and he had that bit of bit of arrogance about him like he he would just score like stunning like the one against uh, Villa when he chipped Schmeichel. Well, yeah, he sort of he caught it on the volley and then lobbed him from about 20, 20 30 yards, and it was just immense. He, he, and that was quite common for him. He he would do that, all, you know, quite often. Score absolute stunners. Uh, up front, it's probably going to annoy every Arsenal fan I know who would always say Henri, but everyone knows I'm going to say Burkamp. Burkamp is God for me. He's just the greatest player I've ever seen pull on an Arsenal shirt. Just, just never played for Arsenal. So, mate. So, that's only because Chris Armstrong never played for us. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck off, back. You get under your, you get back in your bin. You. We have, we have a veto. I'm going to get Daryl to join me. On my, oh no, he won't now. <laughs> He'll take your side. You'll veto me off. Actually. Yeah. Um, uh, last few questions. Uh, Lewis, ask you, Andy. Uh, honest opinion on if Everton Everton can get out of trouble this season. Um, ask me again after Sunday's game. If we don't win on Sunday. Then we're going down. Worried. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. He's also followed that up with another question, which was, do you think it's time for Coleman to be dropped? Been absolutely fantastic for us, but uh, getting done far too easily now. He should have been dropped. Never mind now. He should have been dropped months ago. Finished. You know, we we bought a right back from Rangers and not playing him. It's time to go. He's gone. It's pointless yeah. being sentimental and saying, oh, it's a relegation scrap, don't throw him in. But if Coleman's not good enough, then just because he's a captain and he's been such a fantastic player, once you're done, you're done. That's it. So, yeah. no, he's got to yeah. go. 
sentiment doesn't come into it because if Everton go down, mark my words, we are not coming back up. We yeah, are like, not going to bounce straight back up. We are. If we go down, we'll, like, we'll be like Sheffield Wednesday, keep dropping. Stay down. We've got yeah. no money. We've overspent and all the best players will leave. We are fucked if we go down. We won't be coming back up. Fair play, mate. Fair play. And the last two questions. Um, one was from Faddy Darrell um, in regards to cash in the game. I, I don't know if you... I did ask him if he could sort of uh, remind us what it because we had a conversation on our, our private chat. Um, <laughs> no idea. I, th- I, think it was, I think it was in regards to the amount of like teams in the Champions League in one two two will get a certain amount. But then it's more of a one two two question. Maybe we save that for the Yeah, them, save though. it for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, we 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 actually get yeah, when we do the first podcast with with that uh with Faddy um for one two two, we'll get you on to discuss that Faddy and yeah, I think that'd be the better one. Um and the last question is from Lewis. He asks, given the news on Chelsea, what is your thoughts today? Obviously Chelsea in real life, what are your thoughts and hopes uh, for the club, I I don't yeah, think so, I, don't, I don't think it's fair. So let's just just to, just to Sorry, touch on it quickly. It's Abramovich has basically had due due to the war in uh, in the Ukraine, um, they've uh, the governments have imposed sanctions, which uh, also affecting the club. Which um, I, th- I believe they can't do transfers, they can't re-sign contracts. Um, they only, they, yeah, only, I, season, only, only season ticket holders can come, so they can't turn to the game. Yeah, tickets. I just, I don't, I don't think it's fair, especially when he was trying to walk away. He was trying to sell them. He said he wasn't going to take any profit, just get his money back and put anything over to charity. Like he was trying to avoid Chelsea getting involved in what is his own mess. You know, be it, you know, and I don't think it's right that now everyone that works at Chelsea, they might not even have a job come the end of the season and stuff. I just, for me, it's that's a bit too far. That's not going to change anything. That's not going to do anything. Like that's just putting other even, people under stress. Yeah. You know, doesn't even affect the Bramovich. No, it doesn't affect. He's him a multi. He's a billionaire many times over. Look how so, easy he was going to walk away from what one point five billion. Like doesn't it, affect it, yeah, him at all. Doesn't it? Doesn't do anything at all. It just adds stress to other people for no reason. For me. Okay. Uh, Nate. Don't get me wrong, I've got no love for Chelsea at all, and I'd love to see them go down. But if they're going to go down, then yeah, I I think go down the right way. You know, this this I don't yeah I, I don't think this is this is. If it was my club, I wouldn't want to see that happen. A man as a power, a man as powerful as Abramovich, and as much no sanctions are going to affect him whatsoever because he'll have assets scurried away all over the world. So the fact that they're frozen his assets over here won't bother him one bit. Not asked. Look out! Yeah, and the no. thing was is when you see how easy he was like, okay, hand over control to them. I'll put them up for sale. Mm. Done. It wasn't even like a thought. He did it all in a week. He's like, okay, go. Like it doesn't. One and a half billion. It's, yeah, it's just not. It it's not going to bother him. And uh, like I think all it's doing is just making for issue here that Chelsea don't need. I just as Dave said, yeah, you know, no love lost for Chelsea, but got to do it the right way, in yeah. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I, yeah, I can't stand Chelsea. Um, yeah, another jumped up club like like uh, like City. You know, uh, but um, <laughs> no, it, it just it just doesn't. I don't know. Something just doesn't feel right with that. It's yeah. There's fact that there's people. I mean, they they could be in a lot of fucking trouble financially now, and 
you see what I mean, like if it was just an owner who just pumped money into the club to see a turnover, um, didn't do anything else. But I mean, he's he's does stuff in the community. He does he's built the club up, and yeah, you, know, you look at where they were beforehand. Now they're like one of the powerhouses. It's yeah, it's, it's a shame. It's a shame to see it come to this. I can kind of understand it in the sense of they're desperately clutching at straws to do anything to try and stop this war. I, I get that side of it. I get that argument. I think it could have been done better. Government point scoring. Yeah, that, that's what it feels like. Yeah. 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 Like, just be shown that they're doing something and Abramovich is one of the most recognisable names over here in it. So I just, the they, they haven't system. thought like, you know, to take all Chelsea's source of income. Like eight, apparently eight players were in contract negotiations and that's all halted. So what are them eight players now going to do? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's maybe a step too far. That's not going to bother Bramovich or Russia at all. You know, no. not, not going to do a thing. No, I mean, like if you're you're worth his sort of money, I mean, what they say, what they're saying, he's going to lose is like stuff he'd find. Yeah, you know, the sort of money change he would find in the back of a sofa. Yeah, exactly. So, he's, <laughs> he's not going to go cry back to Russia and go, "Oh, they took my club from me," because like he was trying to get rid of it anyway. Like I just don't. I don't yeah, see do you know the the level Putin's... of sanction being so necessary. Just maybe ban was... him from running Chelsea, but let Chelsea carry on running or something, you know? Yeah, and also, I mean, like, Putin's just, like, kind of declared war on someone. He doesn't strike me as the someone who's going to go, oh, actually, One of my mates is having a tough time. I'm going to stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you yeah. know what? On second thoughts, you're right, uh, you know, you're yeah. right, Roman. I'll stop this war. <laughs> exactly. Because, just... Yeah, because you can't get your new Tesla. I'm yeah. sorry. They're gonna have to. They have to. They have to do something because why ruin Chelsea Football Club for for what for something that they're not going to get a reaction out of? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's probably much better things they could do. But yeah, yeah. Okay. And on that, we'll leave that for the podcast this week. Um, thank you, Andy, our, our special guest this week, for joining us. Thanks for having um, me. On. Uh, thanks to my fellow co-host, Mr. Nathan Callow and Mr. Daryl Saunders. Yeah. Come. Enjoy Tottenham this week, Till. Hope you do well. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>